Before our children were ever conceived, we had in our minds that that is the route that we thought we were being called to. As we progressed in our relationship, we got married, we had, we started having kids. And as you go forward, it gets more and more real, right? Mm -hmm, It does. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Friends, it's story time today. And the story that I want to share with you today is about a homeschool mother of 20 years who's now an empty nester and a grandmother. But she has managed to pass on the legacy of homeschooling to her daughter, who will also be with us today. Now, whether you are at the beginning of your homeschool journey, the middle or the end, this mother and daughter duo are a living example of the fruits of our homeschool journey. Let's listen to their story. Susie and Ansley, welcome to the Homeschool Journal today. Hey, Carrie. Oh, hi. Hi. So glad to Happy have to be here. You. Oh, I'm so glad. Good to have you. Um, you know, it was precious to meet you all this this past summer and great to finally have you here on the Homeschool Journal and do a podcast together. Is this your all's first ever podcast? It is for me. Yes. Yeah, same here. So both of you, right. Well, guess what? I didn't do this before I was uh, M- Memorial Press Homeschool Ease on either. In fact, I don't even think I listened to any podcast before that time. My kids would not be proud of me. But anyway, <laughs> let's. so I have already told our guests about the special story that you all are going to share with us today. Personal story about passing on the legacy of homeschooling. Susie um, being our, our experienced mom and... <laughs> Um, past the years of homeschooling, just kind of like me, um, yes. and passing that on to Ansley, her daughter. And so, Susie, since the story really begins with you, I'm going to start with you. And and before I pass it on to you, I want to let everybody know just a, a few things about our friend Susie Shaw. Um, okay. Susie and her wonderful husband, Tom, have been married for 38 years. They have uh, three children, four grandchildren. One of them is due, though, and we'll get to that one shortly. Um, <laughs> Susie's background is actually in business marketing, but I'm not going to tell them what year you graduated, just like I'm not going to tell anybody what year <laughs> I graduated, Susie. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, when she started homeschooling back in, you think, I think it was 1992, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. And it was 20 years of homeschooling, and she started her own um, homeschool group that has just grown exponentially and is still in existence today, still serving um, its community, which is amazing. But now Susie likes to teach homeschool, or excuse me, teach Sunday school. She organizes and participates in women's Bible studies. Um, She likes to read, and she works in a law firm right now. Now, Susie shared something with me that I'm going to share with everybody else really quick. Um, Susie said that being the adjustment from being a busy homeschooling mom to um, an empty nester, um, that was quite an adjustment. And Susie, I'm going to, um, at some point in time, I will glean wisdom from you. I always like to glean wisdom from mothers that go ahead of me because it's coming for me. (laughs) Very very quickly, that empty nest. (laughs) I, I will listen to the moms that go before me. So now that everybody knows a little bit about our friend Susie, I want to ask you um, just to tell us your homeschool journey, this 20-year journey that you took with your children. Okay, great. Well, um, the first thing I I will tell you that I we kind of came at this, not backward, but um, the reason that we began homeschooling, it was very different than the reason we ended up homeschooling as a way of life for 20 years. Um, 
Ansley, who's our oldest, had some life-threatening allergies, um, food allergies when she was a child. And um, as the prospect of sending her to school got closer and closer, we decided, okay, we're just going to enroll her in a parent co-op preschool. Like, you know, I would be serving in the classroom a lot of the times. We met with the teachers. We coordinated with other parents about snacks. The preschool staff learned to react to an emergency. We did everything we could. Um, and everyone was like fully aware, fully trained. One day I left her off and I knew that they were making bird feeders that day. And it, oh. it hit me about a half an hour after I left that, oh my goodness. And I flew back to the preschool and sure enough, she was getting ready to roll her little pine cone and a whole bunch of peanut, peanut butter. butter. And bird seed mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do this. I can't leave her. I can't send her to school. Mm-hmm. It was just an eye opener for me. And so I remember like losing sleep and agonizing and I called my mom and I said, I am not putting her on. And I used the term cheese wagon, which I don't even know where I got that. <laughs> I've not uh, heard that one. Sorry. <laughs> you're in school every day. And I remember my mom saying, you don't, you don't have to. And that was kind of like an eye opener for me um, that there was another path that I could take. And looking back, Many, many times um, I've marveled at how God used that circumstance that Mm -hmm. we were in to bring us into a lifestyle that we hadn't seen. We didn't know anybody that homeschooled. Um, We hadn't experienced anything about it, but it would end up blessing us immensely and changing the whole trajectory of our family for multiple generations. So um, the first thing I did was I headed to CHEO, which is the Christian Home Educators of Ohio, and I used that as a starting point for some resources, and I I attended their homeschool conference um, in June of that year, and I was thrilled with this, you know, this wide variety of curriculum that I didn't realize was out there, and I had on the way home this just clear direction, like, from God, do this, you know, this is like a good path, and I was excited about it, and And then as we got up and running, I just started discovering all these benefits that I hadn't even considered. Like my children were thriving. Mm -hmm. We spent tons of time together as a family. And it was a logical, natural unfolding of learning because learning wasn't separated from our faith. Um, They weren't disconnected. Yeah. And we found that it was really easy to teach them about God as we began teaching them about all the things that God made and designed. So everything from language, reading, math, art, science, logic were just branches of what, you know, God had made. And we were, you know, we were learning about him. (laughs) That's so um, beautiful. (laughs) Then, you know, as time went on, we realized that we have this opportunity. We have our children around our table and we have a few short years to mold and equip them. And so really quickly, our greater motivation was this urgency to give them every opportunity to know God. Mm -hmm. And um, that was, that became like the primary thing. And then out of that overflow, all these other benefits kind of developed and we were like a tight family. We, you know, we spent so much time together. You almost have to be. Right. <laughs> our children um, were well socialized and they, they had good relationships with other people. They could actually speak to adults, which was something that we. Isn't that amazing? Of, Isn't that yeah. amazing that, that uh-huh. most homeschoolers interact with adults absolutely at a mature they level do. that you just, yeah. you know, you, you might not have anticipated, but that's one of the greatest benefits I've seen in, in many ways. And, and as you relate to me, you guys were a busy family, sports, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. I think music, like all sorts of different <laughs> things. 
things. Yeah, we we dabbled in a lot, and and it was great fun. And 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 through that, you know, by certain um, co- you know choices we made in curricula and in methods, they were able. We were able to teach them to learn. Um, that was something that was kind of new to me. I don't know where I was in high school, but I didn't really learn that. Um, they kind of they had these tools then that gave them the ability to think independently and to communicate effectively on whatever they wanted or needed, you know, to to learn. Right. So um, that was a, a great benefit, and I think that serves them really well today in this crazy world um, that we live in. And we're we're just really thankful that God guided us to that and. Absolutely. And you now you homeschooled all three. Now I know that Ansley, you were homeschooled K through high school, right? Yeah. And was that the case for all three of your children, Susie? Um, Our youngest son was actually, you know, he's the last little Indian at home when all the others had graduated and moved out. And we kind of like after a whole lot of prayer, um, started letting him take classes at a local Christian school. And by his senior year, he was there full time and he graduated. But that's um, beautiful. I mean, still, you know, the fruit, the fruits of of your labor, Mm -hmm. you know, in homeschooling are still very evident. So how did you find Memoria Press so many years ago? That is a great question. I um, I was studying different you know curriculum options and reading books about homeschooling and classical methods and content really appealed to me because they gave such a good footing you know to make lifelong learners. I just I, I really thought lifelong that was, learners. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I found Memoria Press because I was looking for a beginning Latin program. I had been reading about, you know, like vocabulary benefits and, and you know, mm-hmm. I thought just in case anybody's a doctor, I will give them, you know, <laughs> Latin. <laughs> but, um, our, our first product was um, Latina Christiana. And I think back then it was called Latina Christiana one and two. It I mean, was. so much used at Memorial Press. Yeah. So we used that and some of the logic and Bible materials and that curriculum actually um, helped me learn. You know, I learned so much by homeschooling. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Um, and eventually I taught introductory Latin and logic and, and those kind of things, not only to my kids, but to homeschool co-op classes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What a way to share your gift and your journey <laughs> and your discovery. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I love those products. They made it really easy to be able to take that on. Well, I'm so glad that you sought that out and that you found um, Cheryl Lowe's uh, Latina Christiana. Yes, it was yeah. one and two back then. You know, I still have yeah. my Latina Christiana too. Yeah. I haven't asked and wondered if it's a collector's item yet. I'll have to, <laughs> to ask around here. <laughs> so um, let's, we're going to go to Ansley's experience as a homeschooler. But before we do that, I want to tell our, our friends and our listeners that Susie has another fantastic story to tell, and we're going to come back to that. Um, I've asked Susie if we can save that kind of to the end, um, because it was one that really had an impact on me when I heard you tell it. And I know you're, it, it's called, I call it the p- pediatrician story, and I know yes. you know what I'm talking about. Um, but, but before we get to that story later on, I want to turn to Ansley and ask you, Ansley, about your experience as a homeschooler. Yes. Well, so I think my mom has said a few things um, as she was talking that really kind of um, are highlights of the experience. And I would say um, one is just the relationships that we've had as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, Homeschooling has just kept us just so close knit and in the best way. Um, I 
grew up, my brothers were like my best friends. They still are. Their wives are my best friends. You know, it's it's really shaped our family. Um, it has our being able to learn what we learned in conjunction with our faith just opened. I mean, so many, so many doors to learning that I think it, it just gives you a deeper appreciation for what you're learning when you give it that wider context mm-hmm. and the, it gives it a depth that is not there if you just are learning facts like as as face value <laughs> and you're not looking any deeper and you're not making those connections. Right. Um, the education was so rich. I know that the way we were brought up and educated, it really has made me a lifelong learner. I love books. I love learning. I love um, connecting it to deeper things. Um, it, it really just, that passion has always been there. And I never felt limited in any of our education. We had so many opportunities. I did gymnastics for years. We were in a debate club. We um, we did field trips. We did, I mean, we we got to study subjects that, you know, I think in a lot of places aren't even available. I used to love um, learning logic and, you know, just really exercising our brains in, mm-hmm. you know, a, in a deeper way, I guess. Um, well, I, just, yeah. I didn't get to tell um, our our guests and our friends about about Ansley a little bit. So let me take an aside and give them a little bit of of your background right. after homeschooling <laughs> and where you are now. And and I will reveal the year that you graduated because it's well. you know two thousand and eleven. And she is, her background her professional background is in PR and marketing for her local community. Um, but but she now has three, and you're the one with one on the way in due in June, yes. right? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And so Ansley's oldest is a, a young boy. And so mm-hmm. he is the one that you have heart- started homeschooling. You and your husband, Luke, are are yes. in this journey together. You've been married for um, eight years. And mm-hmm. um, so you she's she's 33 folks so young in the beginning see this is the kind of age we'll talk about <laughs> um and and so to to listen to you now as a mother um talk about the richness of your family life of your home life of your homeschool life is a gift and and maybe you may not give it often enough to your mother but at least this podcast brought it around right Susie <laughs> Um, so now that you've shared with us a little bit about your um your experience as a homeschooler i love that you use the words lifelong learner again and that is such Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that i talk about in quite a few podcasts is how we you know here at memorial press we are creating true students and that is yes a lifelong learner um so now you are at the point at which you have decided to homeschool. Um, what brought you to that decision, Ansley? Okay, well, that's a long story too. So <laughs> We've got time. I you am, go right ahead. <laughs> I am one of those people that um, I actually, in my heart, felt like I wanted to um, eventually homeschool my children back when I was a child. <laughs> wow. Homeschooled. 
So um, I always just kind of had that in my mind and I knew it was something that I would need to pray about. And obviously, like, you know, that when you um, have a spouse, those decisions are going to be made jointly and with much prayer. And, um, but it was always something I prayed about and just had in my heart. And so um, what, when I met my husband initially, um, we knew pretty quickly that we loved each other. And um, so, you know, before we ever got engaged, which didn't take too long, um, we had discussions about kids and, you know, all those things going forward. And um, that actually was something that we talked about even before we were married. (laughs) Wonderful. Oh, so smart though. It's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just something we discussed and um, we both prayed about it. And um, before our children were ever conceived, we had in our minds that that is the route that we thought we were being called to. And um, so I would say that as we progressed in our relationship, we got married, we had, we started having kids. And as you go forward, it gets more and more real, right? Mm-hmm, it does. So, <laughs> and so with that came not only more conviction that yes, this is the route that we want to pursue, but also there was a lot more fear and trembling. Oh, sure. <laughs> and prayer. Um, yeah, it was... <laughs> It's like, as that becomes the reality, every year you get closer to it, it's like, yes, this is what we want to do. But oh my goodness, I have to actually do it now. Yes, right. <laughs> That's kind of kind of where we were. And then um, I think I shared with you, um, we did with my son, I kind of did preschool without a curriculum. Mm-hmm. And we did it a little bit early because he just, he's very bright. And um, I just kind of tried to like watch and really see where he was and see what he was ready for. And so we just kind of did a version of preschool um, in our home and he loved it. He loves, you know, learning letters and he's got great handwriting. He loves to draw. So I was really able to um, basically highlight those areas for him and let him kind of you know, go mm-hmm. with his interest and make right. him want to learn. So, um, but still the preschool, it, it was kind of, um, it was a little bit rough even for preschool, not having, you know, necessarily a set structure. We kind of, we did have some, but I knew that when I hit kindergarten and we started really um, pursuing things like reading that I would want to have that extra structure and to really start having like a more formal path. Mm-hmm. So um, fast forward, I attended this past summer my first homeschool convention. And which that's I where was, I met you. Both. Oh my goodness! Yes, that's where I met Carrie, and my awesome. mom went with me, which is really special. Um, it was kind of like one of those full circle things. Um, mm-hmm. We got to drive together, and I was like, it was like. On the way there, I will say it felt like Christmas. Like I was just so excited. I had been praying for God to really direct us with a curriculum that was not only going to be, you know, God honoring, but was going to be, you know, pretty sturdy academically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a good Um, word. That's a good word for Memorial Press. Thank you, sturdy. Right. (laughs) I appreciate that. It it is. (laughs) Yeah. So I went in having no idea. Like I just, I, 
was kind of in the middle of summer and we were doing all our activities. I was exhausted and kind of went in and as we're getting closer, I'm like, man, I, I need something. I need God to really point this out for me. So fast forward, we're walking into the convention and I actually ran into some friends. It was great. But man, when I walked through those doors, it was like, <laughs> it was so overwhelming. Yes. And I just kind of wanted to like, fall on the floor a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how am I, how am I possibly going to choose from this? It was like this overwhelming array of tables and it just all looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And so we just started walking around and I kind of look, I'd talk to a rep and, you know, try to get the basic nutshell and <laughs> it right. just was nothing was really clicking. So we walked around and mom, how long would you say that was? A couple hours maybe? Um, yeah, it was a yeah. while. It was, it was a big <laughs> haul. Let me just say while. that. It was a really big haul. Right. <laughs> it was really big. I told her, it was like, I don't know if there's any Indiana Jones fans or if this is even like a great reference, but the scene where they go like hide the Ark of the Covenant in the box and they're putting it in the giant secret government warehouse and it's like this overwhelming scene. That's what I felt so like good. going in there. Like how was like, so eventually we got around and it was to the point where I was like, okay, everything's looking the same. I've seen enough. Like, I, I don't know how much longer I can do this, but I still haven't found anything. And so my mom's like, oh, look, here's the Memoria Press table. We should stop by that one. I remember using them. That's who you did Latin with. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, as a homeschooler, you don't always know the names of what specific person because your mom picks it out and you Mm -hmm. can do it. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, let's check that out. So it literally took probably um, less than 60 seconds of looking. (laughs) There was this beautiful little basket and it was like the kindergarten basket. Mm -hmm. And I walked over and I looked at it and it was just beautiful. I mean, it it was um, visually beautiful. It was rich it was like, it It was thorough. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. And then on top of that, I look and I saw, I think you had some of the, it was either the list or I can't remember if you had some of the books there, but the the supplemental. Yes, we had them all the displayed books. on shelves really yes. close. Because see, this is the point oh in time goodness. when I met you. Your mom, yeah, you right. and your mom were standing across <laughs> Filing through the kindergarten basket, and I walked up to meet you all, and it was so evident. It's so evident that they're mother and daughter. Like it's just so evident. But and and yeah, just behind us were the bookshelves that held all of our enrichment. Right? Yes, the enrichment books, and I just I fell in love. It was like this. This is what I was looking for. This is how I was raised. It's like I think that classical education. When you get a taste for that, you don't Mm -hmm. go back. Mm -hmm. And that was. Yeah, that was what I was looking for. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. Like, And then on top of that, we started talking to Carrie and it was, it was just like gushing back and forth. And we shared so many thoughts and experiences. And I'm like, yep, this is it. Find me. She's so yeah. cute, yeah. folks. I have to say yeah. that um, when you describe, I, and I did not hear the backstory to this. I've never heard like the drive <laughs> there, the walk, you know, I didn't know you all were in there for two there hours. I had, I had no clue. So, 
So when you describe that Ansley as like it was like Christmas, this is where I met Ansley. That's the point at which I met Ansley and, and Susie. And because what I would describe that I saw was was Ansley was giddy. Like she uh, yeah. was yeah, that's exactly the she word I was used. Just giddy at what was in, in front of her. And and I again I didn't know the backstory then. Now I do. Thank you so much. Yeah, so um, now you understand. Yes, now I totally understand. This is beautiful. <laughs> But the other thing is when I watched Susie and and was speaking with both of you, it was so evident, Susie, to me that you carried a peace and a pride, not 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 an improper pride, a, a beautiful God-filled pride at the decision your daughter was making. And this is the kind of thing that us mothers hold in our hearts when we see yes. our children make those decisions that fill our hearts, that follow Christ, that that ha- they have sought His will, and now they're following through. And I'm not trying to compare Memorial <laughs> Press to the will of God. I'm just saying <laughs> that to me was was Susie's face, and Angela's face was well-described as Christmas. That was... <laughs> Okay, can I tell one more thing about that? Oh, yes, please. So I have to tell you a little more. I took those little sheets of paper home with the pictures of the enrichment book and the curriculum. And I literally said, I think it was like three days. I mean, it was not long. It was there in like a week to our house. But my husband, he would laugh at me because every day he would, he would catch me. I almost had to hide it. I was looking at the sheets, like scouring them. Like, I cannot wait till this gets here. Like, where is my box? (laughs) And he, he just would laugh. Like, he'd be like, are you looking at your sheet again? I'm like, yes, I am. (laughs) And I went and ordered like, (laughs) <laughs> an outrageous amount of books. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you will not regret it because one of the things I've no. talked um, on the podcast about is building a library, you know, really realizing mm-hmm. how important those enrichment books, it really is enrichment. So we tell our families that's truly what oh, it yeah. is. Keep it in that category. We understand time may not allow, but to build the library of your home and your children's home with so much of this is is so special. Yes, that is Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. <laughs> so in the process. Now I get to tell part of my story. I did, you know, about meeting Ansley and and Susie. But um, in the process of Ansley sitting down and solidifying everything that she wanted, Susie takes me aside and she tells me this story that I'm going to have her recount. And like I said, I'm calling it the pediatrician story. And I just, I'm going to let it go. You've got to tell this story, Susie, please. Okay, I will. Yeah, it's a a fun one. Um, We we were just at a well check um, with our pediatrician and I just... This is when the kids were really young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our youngest was four. Um, so he was, um, you know, it's his turn and, and she's very kind and very good at her job. And, but I always got the impression that she was not a fan of homeschooling. Mm. Um, back then, not very many people did it. Not and many. she was probably rightly concerned. Um, but she would ask questions, you know, about socialization and other concerns, like, you know, just the, their academic progress and that kind of thing. And I always felt like I was on the hot seat when we went in. I was a little bit nervous, like I had to defend what we were doing and always hoping there wasn't going to be some kind of like glaring hole <laughs> or something that she could point out. And on the particular visit, um, she asked my youngest, who was, I think, four, if he could count to 10. And I remember being just a little bit like, of course, he can count to 10. Those four I didn't say anything, but it felt a little bit condescending to me. Um, but he looked at her and in this innocent little wide-eyed four-year-old way, he said, in English or in Latin? And I was just like, yes. 
<laughs> we hadn't even started Latin with him. He, when I was working with the older children, I would give him some activity to do. And a lot of time he was under the dining room table coloring or something. <laughs> and he picked up a lot of what we were doing without me even realizing it. So the pediatrician looked at me and said, really, did he say Latin? And I'm just like, yeah, you know, the older children are learning it. And he rattled off, you know, Uno's Duo Trace or Quinko accept them off Novum Dejam and she never mentioned anything about homeschooling ever again. And it's a really satisfying moment. Like I think that resolved things for her that we were, you know, going to do this well and she didn't need to worry. Yes. And, and I would call that score one for mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left on a very high little cloud. Oh, I am sure that would have, I would have taken my kids around the corner and go, everybody gets ice cream today. <laughs> That's fantastic. I yes. Thank you. I just, the yeah. whole world that homeschools, everyone needs to hear that, that beautiful story. So, so Ansley, now that your, um, your oldest is, is five, right? Five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And so how has it gone so far? Cause you're, what about four months in now into kindergarten yes. and, right. and how has that, I know with all that Christmas anticipation for homeschooling, how has it gone? Oh yes. Okay. So it has gone I would say some things are as expected and then other things not so much, which I think is very normal when you've had something that's like idealized in your mind for Mm -hmm. however many years. Um, So it has been very rewarding, very... um, The times that I get to see him um, embrace a new concept and I can tell it's clicking and I can see that enthusiasm in him to keep going and keep learning and keep pushing. That just like brings me joy. Um, it has led to so many just wonderful conversations, not only about the subjects we're learning, but, um, I'm able to, you know, talk about God with him and why, why do we learn these things? Not just that we're learning them, but the why behind it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just so amazing to do with my five-year-old. And then there are challenges. So it is hard. You don't, it's, you know, it, it's an adjustment for all of us. Mm-hmm. And growing up homeschooling, you kind of, as the the child that's being homeschooled, you don't see a lot of the sacrifice that mom and dad are both making to do that. That's mm-hmm. They're making a way of life. And it is, there is a lot of grit and um, difficulty that is in the day-to-day playing out of that, Mm -hmm. but getting to see the little rewards along the way have been so beautiful. Um, it is homeschooling. (laughs) Homeschooling is a self-sacrifice on, you know, on on the part Mm -hmm. of the parents in so many ways Mm -hmm. you set aside self, um, for the glory of God in your family. Um, and the reward that comes with that is immeasurable. Um, yes. And so, ladies, as we um, finish our time together today, I want to know if you all have, for, for our homeschool parents out there at, at all sorts of different stages, uh, at the very beginning like Ansley, the middle or the, the, the end, <laughs> um, <laughs> do you all have, and, and yes, I'll take advice as an, uh, an upcoming empty nester too, but, um, but do you have any advice on how to cultivate the legacy of homeschooling in their homes? 
Um, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I, I just, first of all, I'll tell you right off that our homeschooling journey was in no way perfect in case it even Thank sounds you. like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> sounds no. like a, a B plus because I'm an easy grader. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you were not an easy grader. Oh. I say that. I, when I got to college, it, the grading was so much less harsh than was. So I'll just way to go, mom. <laughs> yeah, she, she outed me. Okay. So. We made mistakes. We had to adjust. We had to backtrack. Um, we had to ask forgiveness for a lot of things. Um, but at the core, it was God-inspired, God-led, God-oriented. And I still pray that it was God-glorifying. And I think the legacy part forms and, and is cemented because those components draw people together in relationships under God. Mm-hmm. Um, truth always bears fruit. And and when that's the motivation for what you're doing and what you're doing lines up with what God says is good, it's attractive. It works. It makes sense. And it helps us make sense of the world. And I think that our kids see that as adults. um, They see through, you know, like other motivations or or priorities. And um, I think when they see that, you know, God is our first priority and we have their best interests at heart that um, God willing, they, they see that and then they want to do that with their own children. Mm-hmm. And so um, homeschooling to me is just the way that God gave us to live that out. He might give other people a different way of living it out. But yeah. um, like I said, our youngest attended you know Christian school sure. for one year. So, But you answered um, the call. You answered yeah, the call. Right. And we, you know, we can't take credit for success or legacy or anything else because it's just the fruit of trying to follow God. And we look at where we are and we realize that, you know, it's his complete mercy and faithfulness that's, you know, blessed us and mm-hmm. blessing generations in our family. So so humbly and beautifully put in all glory to God, the Father. Yeah. So Ansley, what mm-hmm. about you? Any last words of wisdom? Yes, I would say for anybody that is feeling like homeschooling is um, a personal call for their family, uh, it is intimidating at first, and in some ways, rightfully so. Um, You are still a little bit of a pioneer, even though there are so many helpful resources. But I would say that number one, um, get on your knees and pray just every every day. Thank you. you. Um, Be in the Word. that's your number one. Keep that keep that big picture and that calling in your heart as you're going through the rough spots. Um, and that kind of carries you through. And then keep relationship with your kids. Um, it's gonna, That's what really makes it, I think, um, adds that layer of beauty to it all. It's just such a, a safe and beautiful thing to be able to learn not only deep truths, but like addition and and subtraction with, with your mommy, you know, it's, it's just such a cool thing. And with your siblings. So I think that, um, keeping relationship with God and with each other really just, it, it kind of speaks for itself and what you do. And that's, what's going to naturally cultivate that legacy. I think, um, yeah, that's, like mother, like daughter here, <laughs> folks. That's what we're listening to, like mother, like daughter. And the first yeah. thing, got- going back to what you said early, Susie, was, you know, your goal was to pass on faith and you have yeah, yeah. done so. And this is beautiful. Mm-hmm.
And God, God is so, says, so faithful yeah. <laughs> to take those little seeds of faith that are imperfect, because let me just disclaim that I also have a very imperfect <laughs> holding journeys in only four months. It's been very imperfect, but God just takes like every little seed planted for him and he just transforms it into beautiful yes. things that are not a result of... Yeah, we're not we're not going for a social media post here, folks. We're going for real. And Susie and Ansley just gave us real. Yeah, that's the real thing. God God is faithful. That is so good. That is so good. Ladies, what a what a beautiful gift it has been that God placed you in my path this past summer. Um, I pray that the gift that of you all to me, just to know the two of you all, is now also a gift to so many um, who have listened here with us today. So God bless you in your journey, and let's stay in touch. Okay, ladies? Thanks yes. so much, Carrie. We enjoyed Thank that. you. Thank you. All right. God bless. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.